You're with Teddy and Tony on Everyday Conversations, a podcast where two friends get together every week, have a chat, talk about things, talk about what's happening in their lives. Hopefully it doesn't bore everyone to sleep. Hopefully we stay awake on the show. That's the main thing. Otherwise, you're not going to be listening to anyone talk. I'm Teddy. Tony, sitting across from me, but virtually on the other side of the internet. How you doing? Teddy, doing really well. Uh, I feel like we're in the same room. Uh, you know, I can see you uh, very nice up and close, but uh, as you've alluded, <laughs> you we are away, very buddy. far you away, away from, from each me. other. <laughs> we're very far away from each other, um, but you know, that may be no longer going forward, potentially, True. Uh, which we will discuss poten- a little bit later. Um, how are you going? I'm doing mighty fine. We've just uh, we've had an interesting week. Before we get into it, um, premise of the show, it's broken down into five sections where we talk about our highlights, what caught our attention, something that annoyed us, something we saw on social media, and we give a little recommendation to each other about something we should try or do. Usually legal. In fact, every time it's legal, the things we suggest. But the first section of the show, because before we can even have a conversation, I feel like we've got to bring this up because I think our conversations are going to be maybe about what our highlights might be. So over to uh, over to you. What was your highlight for the week? Uh, so last week we were talking about the the first round of easing of restrictions, and then basically from this Monday, uh, the second round came in in terms of uh, allowing restaurants and pubs to open and bars and pretty much the whole hospitality uh, industry. Yeah, and so this is something that for for a long long time. The people were saying, oh, why can't you let us open this and open that? And, you know, our uh, beloved premier kept delaying it. Yeah. But uh, alas, everything everything got opened up to, with, with, with restrictions, you know, like a max amount of people inside and outside. But I know the cafe near yeah. me is allowing 50 people outside. No kissing uh, waiters. 20 inside. Yep. Yeah, no longer you can greet them or just grab them or give them hugs even if yeah. they don't really want it or anything yeah. like that. That's not allowed yeah. anymore. So which I knew was quite prevalent in certain areas. But, you know, so that definitely was good news. I mean, so, you know, today I went for my first brunch. Uh, Very nice. Where did you go? Like, McDonald's? Um, or? Uh, yeah, no, I was really tempted <laughs> to sit down for a hash brown that I've been waiting on for so long. Nice. But, uh, no, you no, just, just uh, like, like, you can do them at home. You can just uh, go buy them from Coles. Uh, it was just a lo- local cafe. Uh, it, was just, it was good to sit down. But, you know, the weird part is as long as, as much as it seemed like a very long time for six, seven months, whatever it may be. Yeah. It didn't feel that long when I was like sitting yesterday. there because I feel like I'd been sitting there like it was just the other week. But the reality is everything's just kind of happened and it just felt like a blur. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, that, you know, it's, so yeah. it was good sitting there. It was good seeing people and, you know, people were respecting the rules. People had masks on. I believe the rules are when you sit down and eating or drink coffee, you'd have mask off. The second you get up, go to the bathroom while you're leaving, you put it back on. And it seemed like they were doing that. So that was cool. Uh, sitting around people, the vibe's pretty nice. Music's playing, like little things like that. I've always enjoyed going to places where they're just playing like, some, you know, some nice music, and you can just sit there and uh, yeah, sit like there Nora relax. Jones, don't know why in the background, something. No, I but think maybe, that was, maybe that was that. playing. No, no, that was playing every other day before the lockdown started. Oh right, <laughs> when you were <laughs> quote unquote really happy with life. Got it. Yeah, correct. Because I, I didn't know why we were in this situation. Um, <laughs> True. So that's a good one. <laughs> Um, and so, you yeah, know, that, that, that was good. Uh, and I guess an extension of last week's highlights have continued where, you know, being outside, I've played a bit more tennis. The weather's been great. So I've been getting my tan on. Um, so, you know, that it's, it's just been it's just been really easy. And but, you know, so I'm hoping like it continues like this, if not continually improve. Uh, and then the, I guess the other highlight was uh, for the last two weeks, I've actually not drank any alcohol. So which. Uh, which actually was uh, pretty good because I didn't think it was possible. I mean, I've done it in the before where I had a few months off, but 
especially in the last probably three-ish months, it's pretty much been like, you know, Monday, Saturday, you know, whether with partner or Monday, you know, anything like that. Saturday, it's... got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it, it's pretty, it's been pretty good. And I think it's actually been uh, wise noting that yeah. uh, now that we're heading out to restaurants and bars, which yeah. uh, we've actually booked a few places uh, this weekend. So I feel like it was good to have a little bit of that cleanse prior to this. Yeah, uh, and you seem more kind of going on tonight. You're up and about. It's good. Yeah, you could probably uh, attribute that to the fact of yeah, no alcohol for a couple of weeks. <laughs> That's and great. A lot more tennis, a lot more yeah. physical activity, a lot more sun. Uh, so what would you do when you go to church more, though, yeah. and they do the um, body of Christ, the Eucharist, and then the the blood of Christ, where you you drink from the cup. Oh, okay, so what you do is you you have to send them a message before you go and just say, look, you're not drinking alcohol at the moment. <laughs> Can you? And then what they do is they have <laughs> yeah. a, they have a separate little little goblet uh, which yeah. is Ribena, which yeah. kind of looks like the, the that's wine. That's good. And, so, so and that's for the fake kids too. grape juice. <laughs> fake grape juice, or um, yeah. or, or you just join the kids. There's a kids line, so you you know I'll be the yeah. adult in that kids line. Sunday right? school. You know, I used to go to Sunday school a lot. That was great. That meant you didn't have to uh, kneel, sit, stand sing with the adults and it was only once a month i wished it was every week but yes that was good fun for any of my yeah, no, friends I, out there hello <laughs> you know what i'm talking and I was about gonna, so at, at, in sunday school did you did you end up having the uh the body no the, what is it the blood of christ no or was look, it not allowed I, I look back to the whole communion and the fact that they were doing wine from a cup back then <laughs> clearly it's just not even fathomable now but um even back then you're thinking midwinter you would go up, sip from the cup. The priest would wipe it with a cloth, which did nothing. <laughs> then, I mean, I don't know how never-ending this goblet was because I never really saw him do a refill. But it just seemed everyone would go do like a little token sip and then take the bread, I guess, take the bread first, wash it down with a bit of wine. This is about 10 o'clock in the morning, mind you. And then just go, yeah. back, to their, go back to their chair, kneel down, say some prayers, and um, everyone's on their way. How was that allowed? We're talking... In the church, I reckon there would have been 80 to 100 people in my church attending each time. So that's a lot of lip sharing on the cup. And that's not a lot of wine to go around for everyone to have a good time at 10 o'clock in the morning, if you know what I'm saying. But um, different times, and now we take different measures. I was going to say, it reminds me of like if you had went to a house party when you were a kid and you had like very limited alcohol, but you all had to share the same amount. Not that I had any, but <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. the other group doing it. <laughs> yeah, when, yeah when, when you're like in your teens and someone with 10 blokes there, you're like 14, someone whips out one UDL can and yeah. one straw. Right, that is not... Yeah, Bring I'm hearing the, uh, What is it? The, what is that water dropper thing? The um, oh, <laughs> like a dropper. That? It's a dropper. It's so a drop. Yeah, dropper. Yeah, so, uh, you'll go. be put into a little petri dish in in, in a um, science yeah. class or something. All right, now's your UDL turn. We're gonna do this about yeah. ten times. Everyone gets uh, ten drops each, and uh, we're on our way uh, down to the party. And, and and when you and from what I remember, I remember that some people like that have a little bit like, oh, I feel this. It's so strong. Oh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm so blind. drunk right now. And yeah. 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 Kids, eh? <laughs> they uh, probably haven't changed. Yeah, no, 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 not exactly. So, um, yeah, no, that, that was all my highlights. Um, how about yourself? Yeah, look. So, for anyone who doesn't know, which is probably everyone, we're recording on a Thursday night. That's when we're recording, and uh, so it was Monday night. Well, Monday we got the announcements, and it was mm-hmm. announced that on Tuesday night, close of business, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Will be Thursday. No, I think it was Monday night. That's from midnight. Everything was going to be cool. So then yesterday, things started opening up. 
Um, but look, eleven fifty nine Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, look, I can't keep up, and <laughs> clearly, I, I should have done the research and actually had it written down in steps before I started talking <laughs> right now. But yeah, so <laughs> that that what, what you just said, and um, it was just it was exciting. I went to the city the day before um, everything was going to all unfold. You could see some places setting up. There was some construction going on when they were setting up the on-street dining, like the street dining in the CBD. And uh, it was just a good vibe. It went through today and, uh, you know, there's people everywhere. So if there was any way that we could have, you know, a mixture of uh, empty streets and uh, not as many people but the economy is turning, which I realise you need one (laughs) kind of going with the other, that would be cool. But my highlight's definitely the uh, restrictions being lifted for sure. Yeah, and have you got have you got plans in your head of where you want to go, which restaurants or bars you want to check out or pubs or not have you, really. have you and the the missus talked about anything? We're throwing around a few ideas, but I think yesterday so yesterday was just the you know, the first day after it all happened. Apparently Lucy Lou got like nine hundred calls in an hour or something like that. So I think the girls oh, I- were trying to <laughs> ring around and organize something. Um, so I don't know where we're going to go. Wherever we do go tomorrow night, I'm pretty sure it's going to be one of the worst places in town because everything's oh, yeah, no, going to be I, I was going to say, I was going to say, like two days ago, we, me and my partner, were talking about this, and then we started looking to book things at seven o'clock uh, Tuesday night. Yeah. And pretty much everything on Saturday was already taken. Every single thing. Yeah. Except for some random place that I won't name uh, as to not offend no. them. And I thought this is, is it not an where Indian I'm going Hungarian restaurant. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, no, but maybe related don't, to that because it. It is, this one, this this one had all bookings. So we ended up picking a place. Um, well, I ended up picking a place that's actually a lot earlier, and I figured, all right, well, we can go have like a really late lunch slash super early dinner at four o'clock, and then then I kind of booked what? another place at like <laughs> that sounds six thirty. No, that is, I don't even know what that's that four o'clock is. Bang on, you can't call that anything. That's maybe have a sleep. Uh, That's sleep time, if anything. I, don't uh, know. I think it's just uh, I, I'm happy to have a meal at that time if it's a good place. Uh, as long as in there's other places. <laughs> I have been what accused of being an old man sometimes. On. No, hey, I gotta have okay. dinner at four to 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 hit the bed at five thirty. Okay. Hey, you know what? It's your your life, your COVID freedom, your money, and where you want to eat is completely up to you. So keep going on with the story. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 and um, and then we just lined up a couple other places so that throughout the whole day and night there are different places to go into. So it, it's going to be fine. That's but if you're looking for a place, you need to get onto it. <laughs> yeah. If you can find anything, that is. So don't go into like lastminute.com.au or something because nothing good's going to come up there. All right, got it. I mean, um, yeah, you're, okay, you're better off camping in the middle of the street and getting a takeaway. Well, look, uh, that's tomorrow. So that's tomorrow night, Friday night. We're gonna we want to go somewhere special, but as we just discussed, it's probably not going to be that special. So, do we waste it and go somewhere mediocre, uh, or do we just sit at home, pretend next still week. apocalypse outside, and then go somewhere nice next week? We'll see. And on Saturday, I'm facing the same conundrum, catching up with a mate. Are we going to try and find a pub to sit in, or do we want to go sit in a park and have a few beers or and order a pizza or something, which is legal between certain hours in certain parks? Just anyone that's listening. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and do we do it at daytime or do we go at at nighttime? So I'm kind of you know, look, why make it perfect? Just catch up with people. I'm not going to try and organize a restaurant tomorrow night. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. But anyways, that's me. That's me. No, that's good. Um, and then I guess the next uh, part of our show is. Uh, what we found interesting or surprising this week. So, Teddy, did you find 
anything? Absolutely. I did. I did. It was really weird. And I wish I got a photo. But um, last Saturday, just you know, weekend gone past, I went for a walk yep. and uh, I walked past this dog and it I had to do the double take. It was someone. So there was a, a lady walking a dog and just it looked like a normal dog. But then I had to look back. It was like a sausage dog with the body of a sausage dog, but it had the head of a Labrador and it was like a chocolate brown colored sausage dog with a Labrador head. I went home, hung out for a bit. Then I went down to get some groceries, I think. It was on a Saturday evening, about six o'clock. About an hour and a half, hour and 45 had passed since the first time I saw the dog in the park to when I was driving down Hoddle Street towards uh, yeah. Victoria Street. There's the uh, Safeway down there. Everyone knows, uh, if you well, not everyone knows, but if you do know that Safeway on Victoria Street, everyone knows it's a little, uh, has some safety issues um, with some of the citizens that hang around the area but you know you just leave them alone they'll leave you alone so um when on the way down there i see that same lady (laughs) i didn't even see her face i'm like is that the dog no saw the dog again down hoddle street um an hour and 45 later it was definitely a sausage dog body with a labrador head chocolate labrador sausage dog bizarre went home later that night told the missus who loves dogs knows dogs we googled every she thought i was crazy um, we Googled everything, just could not find anything that kind of resembled it online. So I don't know if this was like a unicorn dog. Maybe I blacked out the two <laughs> times I saw it. Maybe my glasses were fogged up because maybe the mask, the the steam was going into, I, I don't know what's going on there. But um, it was definitely what I saw. That's what caught my attention during the week. I don't have an explanation for it other than what I just told you. So the mythical sausage Labrador dog. Yep. Chocolate sausage Labrador. Beautiful thing. But maybe the, it was sausage, the body was genetic. kind of uh, it was kind of bulky, not like a bulldog, but definitely not like a thin sausage dog. So it was kind of proportionate with the head, but it was with definitely low to the ground, the body and the the back, and um, it was it was in a sausage format. So yeah, that's all I can tell you. Uh, I mean, there's a chance it could have been genetically modified. That's what I'm thinking. Perhaps. Like, uh, like, this, a, like a designer baby, but there's a designer dog. You know, how does this dog not have an Instagram? Uh, how, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk the... So this weekend, I'm going to walk the streets just a little bit, not all day, and try and see if I can find the dog. Um, I know where it walks. I know where I've seen it at least twice. These are parts of town that I venture in the Clifton Hill area. And uh, look, fingers crossed. Wish me luck, everyone. Hopefully, I'll come across the chocolate Labrador sausage dog. Beautiful thing. Best of luck, Teddy. And if you do manage to take a photo, we can upload it to our Instagram page. Oh, mate, I'm taking a photo from above, from front on, selfie. Um, might even dog, <laughs> dog nap the little fella. But anyways, what um what, what caught your attention this week? <laughs> um, no, two, two interesting things that I uh, came across. Uh, one of them is, so you know how everyone loves to complain about driving and everyone says that how... You know, and if you if you know about different countries, they all have different kinds of driving tests and requirements. Yeah, um, who complains yeah. about driving? So, I love driving. Every no, time no, 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 no. Not, not as the drive. driver, as complaining about other drivers about how bad they are oh, on the yeah. roads. There's most lots yeah. of good, but there's definitely some really bad ones for sure. Correct. So uh, apparently, in in Sierra Leone, um, African country, what the African country, correct? Yeah. So what what they do is is that anyone who wants to sit for the actual test, they first have to buy this board game. Not even kidding. Which I, I forgot the name of this board game, but but basically they have to play this board game once, and okay. the game involves you know moving and rolling dice, which has different rules on it, and you got to like pass the, the you right. know you got to pass the questions. Um, and it also involves like you know what to do in certain situations, and so they have to play this game. 
before they can actually sit Sounds on the drive. good. Yeah. Correct. Um, but then you kind of go, okay, so like, what does it actually teach? Because the lady who created this game, which then obviously the government enforced said, well, you know, there's a lot of collisions. A lot of people don't have to drive, especially on highways. Mm. So the point of this game is to educate. And the young people who definitely don't know the rules, she wants to appeal to them in a different way because she said, quote, uh, young teenagers hate reading. So I thought that this might be an avenue to appeal okay. to them. Okay. Um, and I got I thought, the visual sort it, of learning technique. It is. Not it even is visual. It's the other one, but, I think, you know, where you're touching and stuff like that. Kinesthetic? Yeah. Go on. I'm, I'm ruining the story. Yeah, go on. Uh, you say calisthenic? Not kinesthetic, but I could oh, be completely making that up. I was like, calisthenics like to do with like... Um, uh, uh, yeah, like old style uh, aerobics it, um, from back in the day, six yeah, o'clock yeah, aerobics, morning, gymnasium, yeah. cheese TV, loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so the uh, um, but I was trying to think like if you're going to appeal, here's a question for you: if you're going to appeal to younger folk, like wouldn't you wouldn't it be more appropriate through whether it's like social media or like TikTok yeah. even or Instagram or something so. like that? Yeah. This is what Not happens when you get like game. an older person to come in with the ideas on how to appeal to younger people. I think <laughs> young people play board games. Eighteen-year-olds, and they're reading it from, a book from like the nineteen eighties or something. Yeah, good one. How to teach kids how to do things. Yeah, so I just thought that was really interesting because I didn't know that existed in a lot of places. Best part is this board game. You have to buy yourself. You have to buy it yourself. They don't give it to you. I think that's pretty fair. I mean, look, I'm pretty sure I had to buy like a learner's manual when I was learning. Well getting my learners, learning to drive. I thought I'm they gave sure the you. manual. Mine came, mine came in the mail. Maybe it changed as time went on, but I'm pretty sure I had to buy that thing. It was like a little thick book. I cherished it. It might've come in a little plastic slip. Um, hey man, they weren't just giving away licenses back when I was getting one. All right, we had to work for our license. You had to want to drive. You had to buy the book. And maybe that's um, something that is a little lost now. They're just, they're just giving them out. I don't know. I, I have no, no idea. It, it's different because I think when you got your license, you didn't have the 120 hours, did you, as a learner? <laughs> yeah. You know what? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. You could just <laughs> I go mean, in. Can you name anyone that did 120 hours of driving? I don't know. I think some did. people did. I was very jealous of them. A lot of That's a lot of time with your parents. But um, yeah, no, I, I snuck in just before the whole, you just had to pass the driving test pretty much. But I, did, I got my manual license, which I think um, a lot of people just skip past. So drove a lot, manual a lot of people don't did. have it. Yeah, people just go right, go right past it. But um, when, when I was in high school, there was like this massive pride thing around getting, yeah, for, for, for girls and uh, girls and boys, um, there was a massive pride thing about getting your manual license. And if you didn't get your manual, it's like you were shamed upon, you were weak. It didn't matter what gender, it wasn't just a blokey thing. But um, that's why everyone went for their manual license back in my high school. Yeah, that's yeah. It was a different world. I, I have a friend who will remain uh, unnamed. Uh, this I know isn't, for the, this isn't the person that drops dog poo everywhere and then just leaves it, is it? Uh no. <laughs> oh, that's. I'll get to that in a bit. Holy but Satan. Um, <laughs> well, that's why I go to church right now. Um, yeah, to, sure. uh, to they leave the, your dog um, at the front, let it pull over the church, and then you just you get out before everyone else and just take off. Everybody's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I have a friend, like I said, who remain, remain nameless. And I know for a fact, they only drove eight hours of practice before they set the test. Oh, I and got it. That. <laughs> yeah. I would have driven, I would have driven like, over 50 hours. And, and, uh, no nighttime driving was practiced. Uh, as in, uh, <laughs> as in the eight hours of practice before yeah. the test, there was no nighttime yeah. involved. Yeah. So you can imagine okay. the first time they had to drive at night 
Gotcha. Freaked out. So they, gotcha. they, they okay. tried to avoid driving at nighttime. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so that was a slight digression. The other thing I found interesting, you'll find Oh, yeah. I forgot what we're talking about. Remember, remember <laughs> how you brought up the um, the cones tip from last week? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like how, when one's not enough, drive around until you just you need that next one. Boom. <laughs> Comes in on the top. You're jam-packed. You're satisfied. One's never cutting it. Two is good with a break in between, with a break in between. Correct. Um, so... I found out like there's this guy, he created this app that basically tells you if the uh, ice cream machine is down and you go, oh, that's pretty cool. How does he do it? So how he actually does it, how he does it is he set up this algorithm, which basically taps into like the API, which is basically like information or data that's kind of internal to the organization. So what it does is it it places orders for Sundays automatically every, um, every minute. And basically what it does, it the, the app itself, when you create it, if the if the particular restaurant, if the you know machine isn't working, he would not be allowed to order it. So <laughs> yeah, good. because good. It, it won't work. So basically he orders eighteen thousand dollar worth of Sundays every single minute. But obviously what he does, he puts in the cart, it doesn't actually buy it. But that's the way of testing whether it's available. So you get right. basically one minute live data or feed of which restaurants where the machines are down or working. Um, so I thought this would be handy for you because when you want that cone, you'll be like, all right, I'm going to go to this McDonald's cause I know the machine's working. And when you want that break, cause I'm sure there's like, there's a max amount of break between the two cones, right? You don't want to wait like two hours cause I feel like that'll defeat. The no, I've probably forgotten about it by then. That's my point. So what you don't <laughs> want is to go, Oh, I'm here. I'm going to go to the next suburb and find out that the machine's broken. Yeah, no, I want to keep oh, the no. going. Like I want to hold it fresh Correct. in my head. The so hunger. you want to use this app <laughs> and be like, Oh, I'm going to now go to this one instead. So anyway, I thought that was quite fascinating. It's Someone actually bothered to do. I love it to do that. App. I'll never forget the uh, time when I walked into a McDonald's. It was midsummer. I walked in, and I, it was almost like it was almost like I'd been walking through a desert, and I hadn't drank water in forty days. I walk in, I was like, "Ice cream cone, please!" <laughs> and he just goes, "Machine's broken." I looked at him just like he told me that my family got taken away from me or something like that. So this app probably would have saved me the heartache. So yeah, sorry. I didn't, yeah, look, I, I didn't think it was amazing at first, but this guy is using his intelligence for the power of the people, um, for the good of the it good of exactly the people. Really. For the power of the people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like at late night, have you ever had a late night and thought, Oh, I'd really like some McDonald's chips or chips that would be great. or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, imagine now it's a similar thing with the ice cream. Oh, by the way, the country that he was in is actually Germany, surprisingly. Are we, talking, are we talking about the, the ice cream man? Yeah, the ice cream, Mr. Yeah, ice right. Cream Man. App. Yeah, I thought that would have been like America or something like that. Um, very interesting, though. Very interesting. I, I respect that. Um, he's he's doing a good thing, in my opinion. And obviously, you're... I mean, he's adding value to society, something that you and I hopefully can do a little bit with our podcast, but nowhere else, really. No. Nah. No, yeah, I mean, lots of people are subtracting, <laughs> but we're doing our thing. Anyway, that's 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 pretty good. I appreciate you sharing that with me. And um, look, I'll get that from you after the show. Thank you very much. Always thinking of you, Teddy. I appreciate that. So next section. <laughs> this is where we talk about something that annoyed us during the week. So what's annoyed you during this week, my friend? Well, I mean, given how, what I was talking about with the highlights, it's it's been a pretty, it's, I mean, it's been a really good week. So... The only thing that I was slightly annoyed with initially was uh, as we as we talked about, you know, the easing of restrictions happened at 11.59 p.m. on Tuesday. Now, so at 12 o'clock, there's actually a few places opened up, one of them being Kmart. Um, oh, so yeah. Kmart stores around Melbourne were 
open at 12. But then what happened was the next morning, so the Wednesday morning, you know, I was going online and then they showed some photos and videos of the openings of Kmart at midnight. Now you think, okay, that's pretty cool. People excited, you know, I get it. People have been, you know, restricted for so long. They're excited to go out. But firstly, why would you go out at midnight? Firstly. <laughs> and secondly, why would you line up from 6 p.m. for Kmart? It's not an iPhone, people. It's Kmart. No, no, it's it's almost like it's an iPhone discount for 20%. People line up. Or it's like, you know, the shoes <laughs> in the city. Have you seen yeah. the sneakers where people line up for 48 hours or whatever? I have. So it's crazy. That's all well I've and never good. loved anything that much. Yeah. Oh, Hopefully the missus isn't listening. Oh, my mum. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully I'll see you next week, Teddy. But if not, <laughs> if we'll not, know why. Someone ripped out the stuffing of Teddy, and he has been buried in the backyard. That was a bit morbid. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. And then next week we'll have a character. We'll have someone called Toddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's um. No, I don't want to use any names that have been trademarked by Sesame Street or something. But anyway. Yeah, um. So anyway, so in the videos, right? So. The thing that got, kind of annoyed me was that the, the people were like literally running around Kmart like it was, I don't know what it was. A lot of people weren't kids wearing are, masks. Kids did a shopping spree on like uh, Agro's Cartoon Connection back in the day or something. <laughs> Going through Toys R Us. You got now, fill up as much as you can, kids. It's Kmart, people. Yeah. Go on, describe this scene it, to me. I haven't seen no, it. I actually haven't seen this. No, no, no. It's just like people were like running around grabbing things like it was like a Black Friday <laughs> sale. You know those videos you see of Black Friday sales in America where people like charge in? Yeah, and they're just like grabbing things, fighting over things. And the worst part was, is that's all well and good, but you know, not wearing masks, definitely not socially distancing. You're meant to be oh, wow. one and a half meters apart from everyone, and here everyone's just stuck together. And this is and of course it's, in, it's indoors. Yeah, dude, this is at midnight. Okay, this and is not the next the day. The doors this have opened to a flood of people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? Um, Depending like, on have if work. You, well, look, unfortunately, a lot of people don't have work. But uh, I'm thinking, <laughs> even if you don't have work, do you not have anything else to do? Sleeping's better than that. Yeah. And um, <laughs> anyway, so I was reading some comments online and some people were like, oh, you know, I had to buy some clothes for my kids. I'm like, look, that is definitely a noble cause. And I get that. But what is it in between 12 a.m. Wednesday and say nine o'clock the next day or whatever it is? Where What is the urgency uh, to to do that, and on top of that, not adhere to the actual restrictions, mm. right? So that was one thing. Then on media, they showed then another photo of a bar, where they showed this like massive kind of group of people, and clearly not socially distancing, uh, or uh, you know wearing masks or anything like that. Um, and then it seemed like based on some anecdotal evidence, this was quite prolific throughout the city, lots of different um, mm. places in all yeah. kinds of you know cafes. Someone said that they were sitting at a cafe and their back was touching someone else's back. And I'm like, this clearly doesn't adhere to it. And I was like, this is how the third wave will occur. And then this is kind of why, like, as much, um, as much, uh, what's the word, uh, you know, negative comments were made towards the premier, right? There's a reason why he held on so long because people can't control themselves. <laughs> no. Like at all, we're, we're our own worst enemy, <laughs> and he knows it. This is what I'm. This is what I mean. But then, <laughs> yeah. then contra then um on the on the contrary, the the other thing that slid along me was um there was a picture that was shown, a separate picture of a bar in Chapel Street and they say, look, and then the headline was from the media, oh, like third wave imminent or some rubbish like this. Yeah. Showed that particular picture, which was posted on Reddit. Yeah. And that, oh, look, this is what's happening. This is what's going down. We're going to be a third wave. This is terrible. And once again, tried to attack the whole situation. And I thought my annoyance was with the media itself, like just trying to blow things out of proportion. It's like yeah. they, were, uh, they were fighting this whole time about the actual uh, – you know, what Dan Andrews was doing. But now it's like, everything's good. It's like, let's just pick up a picture and make up stuff about it. 
Because in this particular picture, it showed this group of people that were like like really close together next to a, a guy with a mask and then everyone's sitting down with that mask. But the actual story was, is that the, the security guard was explaining to this big group of people that they're at capacity with the restrictions. They couldn't come in. And these guys were like arguing, protesting for 10 minutes. Oh, and then right. the guy took a photo at that time. So there was a complete story and like there was nothing actually wrong at the place. But, you know, the the, the name of that uh, bar was, you know, put out in public and was given oh, a really right. bad name. And I was Are like, this is terrible. Right? No, we won't tell what the bar is here because we don't want to spread no, it. No, no, I, I can because it's a good story. So okay, yeah, let's get it out there. Let's get it out there. What, what's the bar? Yeah, any, anyone who saw the story, it's, I think it's somewhere bar on Chapel Street. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that bar actually was not breaking the rules or law, uh, it, you know, in spite of what the uh, the article was saying and the picture, there's definitely something more to it. So yeah, that's a shout out to that. Not that I'd be listening or anything, but uh, at least to clarify. So it was just a bit annoying, like, first of all, what people were doing uh, and then the media just making a big deal out of it, which I think was just unnecessary. What, what about you? That's totally their thing. That that's that's what they do. Look, um, there hasn't been uh, too much that's annoying me during this week, but you know, we talked about the bin room the other week. Yeah, yeah. Okay, look, no one's been doing any funky stuff in there at all lately. But um, what happened was last week, uh, I noticed the bin lid at the front. I don't know how this happened. I think it's because this is a recycling bin. All right, we need two of these big recycling bins in the complex that I live in because one's just not enough, especially since we all started working from home since the start of COVID. We've had all of the uh, recycling, just loading up everything in the recycling bin, overflowing to a point now where I think people are trying to pull the lid closed. And anyways, last week it was out the front, the lid was broken. So then the bin just disappeared. Okay. It never came back in after bin day. And we've just had no recycling bin for the past week. And we've pretty much just, people are just, you know, slowly everyone held onto their recycling, didn't go put it out because the bin wasn't there. Yeah. And then people just started basically leaving their recycling in the bin room and there's no sign up. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where my recycling bin is. It's just, it's not, it's nowhere in sight. So look, it's just a little thing that's happening around home. A lot of people in the complex are dealing with it, but new bins turned up today. So everyone's happy, but that's what it's annoyed me during the week. Very simple. There's nothing, uh, nothing too crazy there, but everyone gets those little things that annoys you, especially if you live in a complex and you need to put your rubbish out, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I mean, sometimes I've walked into the uh, the general area because, you know, you have the, sh- I live in an apartment complex, so we have like a shared a- room, bin room. Correct. It's, situation? A, it's, it's like yeah. a bin, it's a bin room and you have like the shoots that you put things down. So I remember sometimes I've gone in and like, you know, luckily the people on the floor seem all right. There's never been anything too messy, but a couple of times I've seen the bag stuck in the actual chute and they haven't bothered pushing it down. So I'm like, yeah, I don't really it. want to touch someone else's yeah. bag. No. Um, but other than that, like, but see, if, it's funny because everything's relative. So when everything's going really good, it's just really minor things that might annoy us rather than major things. It's, yeah, it's, it's look, funny, this, right? is, this is pretty small. I mean, it's if you didn't have anywhere to put your rubbish, it would have been an issue, but we all knew the bin was going to show up. I don't know if anyone had the inside word on when this bin was showing up, but we just all, everyone in my whole complex was just like, when's the bin showing up? Everyone's just waiting. Um, took a week, showed up today. Um it's not brand new. It's got dust all over the lid. But hey, we got a bin. We got a bin. I don't want to complain about it. But yeah, that's it. How many? Um, how many? Uh, like uh, units are part of this complex? Like how many? Do you There's have? probably about. I reckon there'd be about twelve townhouses, maybe yep, even yep. fourteen townhouses, um, in the complex. So whatever. Say there's like you know minimum two people per townhouse. 
I need a calculator, but yeah, you do the math. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's sad that I need a calculator <laughs> <Maths>. for that. <laughs> Mathematics. 28, 28, 28. Yeah, 28 plus... They say, said it'll be useful one day. This is where... <laughs> yeah, I think we've been trained to use our calculators for too long. Anyways, that is me. That is the only thing that's annoying me during this week. So nice and easy one for you. No, easy, easy. That's uh, that's great. Um, did you... Uh, as for the next segment, it's uh, something that we might have seen uh, on social media. It could be any kind of a medium yes uh, what did you see this okay week? so there's two things now the first one is really hard to explain i'll try my best have you seen the movie interstellar i have not yet even though you have told me a million times to watch it and i was sure. waiting to watch it at um imax because they were releasing it like special like new release of it it's not really so yeah uh, like they were showing all the movies the space yeah. ones i saw it at imax I was meant to go watch it and it's it's sold out I saw it at IMAX well, as well. We meant to watch it together, actually. Last yeah, um, but anyway, so we, yeah, we'll talk about that later. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what happened? It, look, a lot of people know the scene um, where Matthew McConaughey is like crying, and it's just his face. Have you seen that scene? No. Uh, he's crying because he's watching. What he's watching is um, all these videos after he goes into this wormhole, and uh, he comes out, and it's only been about fifteen minutes his time, but it's twenty years back on Earth where he left. So he watches a series of videos that have been sent to him throughout 20 years and it's his kids growing up and he's literally just uh, like crying as he's like watching them all. Anyways, that it's now it's super hard to explain, but it's got the Hans Zimmer music playing in the background. It's a pretty emotive scene. Someone this, <laughs> someone this week, as um, following the announcement from Dan Andrews, has taken his press conference sections, superimposed it over the scene. On it's on it's on Reddit. You got to go find it somehow. I don't know how you do it. Um, I'll, I'll, what subreddit is it under? Melbourne? Oh, coronavirus down under. <laughs> if, apparently, that's oh. a one, and it's uh, Matthew McConaughey watches the presser. Okay, so, <laughs> so that's what it's called. So uh, someone superimposed Dan Andrews announcing it. And as he's reading through the stats and everything they've gone through, and then Matthew McConaughey's like tearing up, the music's kicking in, and then Dan Andrews drops in the whole, we've got zero, and then we, restrictions are released, and then Matthew McConaughey's just like breaking out in tears at this point. It's really <laughs> hard to explain, if you have, especially if you haven't seen it, but yeah, get yeah, around that. Context, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. pretty. That was pretty cool. I saw that. And uh, another one, today I learned, you know, the Today I Learned thread on Reddit. Okay, so there was one, TIL, this is the other day. TIL, Today I Learned that New Zealand bans ludicrous children's names that would cause offence. This has protected children. <laughs> <laughs> this has protected children from being called stallion. Yeah, Detroit. Fish yeah, and Detroit. <laughs> yeah, Detroit. Yeah, for, for I love real. This city. <laughs> for, that... yeah, exactly. Dude, 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 for, for real. Fish and chips. Okay. Um, twisty poi. I don't know. I don't get that one. Keenan got lucky. Okay. I don't know. I don't know where they, they're getting these from. But they did allow one child to be called number 16 bus shelter. So I mean I don't know <laughs> I don't know what their um, deciding mechanisms entail, um, but that was something that that was something that that came out of um, today I learned on Reddit. Anyways, those are my two. Uh, what, what caught your attention on social? Media? I was I was, was going to say I was actually going to add a comment. Something interesting please, about please. the uh, the child, children's names is um, I don't know if you ever read Freakonomics. No, nah, I heard of it. Heard of it. 
Um, so they do this interesting study where they analyze the life of these these brothers. One was called winner and one was called loser. Literally, that's their names. Wow. And they wanted to see what would happen um, with those names if they made any difference. It turns out, uh, like a very, very, very uh, succinct summary, that winner actually because either because of his like the way he was brought up because of his name himself and because of the overconfidence you know he always felt like he, he could never live up to his potential so he actually ended up becoming like dealing drugs working in gangs and actually ended up dying on the streets as like a gang member right gotcha loser on the other hand who was a little bit more passive um actually ended up like you know going to uni working like i think i can't remember if it was an accountant or professional services and actually did really well in life Right. I just want to prove everyone wrong. In a way, yes. So it's quite interesting that names are just names, but they actually can affect. Yeah. Obviously, ridiculous names can affect children, but this was a really interesting case yeah. study they did. Check um, out loser so over I just there. Thought, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, oh, he's actually, I mean, he's actually, he's actually a baller. He earns, <laughs> he earns a five million dollar house. He's running his own practice. He's doing well. Yeah. Where's winner? Oh, he's dead. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Look. Um. I mean. It just seems crazy that they would go through enough of life to not realize that they could change their name legally. A loser would be gone unless that spurred him on to become like, you know, the next. Well, I think maybe they did change the name eventually, but they wanted to see what like, because, you know, the whole argument about nature versus nurture and when kids are brought up, how they're brought up and whatever it is. So maybe that it was more effect. Like, what does the name have, so to speak? And then they might have changed it eventually. But by then, all the. uh, like or, or the childhood had already passed, so to speak. So you know that kind of effects had been taken place. I don't know. It's really bad. But it was, was just it, interesting. It was the parents that did this. Yeah, it was a single. Oh, and they also had a single uh, mother, like upbringing as well. I don't know okay. what that adds to it, but so she named well, them. Okay, that's very interesting. Um, all right. Well, look. Yeah, look. I'm kids' names. Anyways, so. What did you catch on social media this week, my friend? Um, so something, this uh, this video is a little bit uh, older, but I did watch it the other day. Um, and I think lots of different groups might do this. But so it's, uh, it's a group of uh, guys who basically, they stream games, do random activities together. And it's kind of comedy. They've been around for like 10 years, right? But the one particular video that I found quite, uh, quite interesting was, so it was, um, it was like Tinder. You know the, the dating app, but do, in real yeah. life. So they did a video of like real life Tinder. So basically, how it works is they line up, then they have like the little, uh, what do you call it, square thing that you know, like is in it's like a, oh my god, terrible with words today. The, it's like a stall like type thing where they had like a cutout, and then the the girl was on the other side, and then what would happen is they would one by one say a line or try yeah. and like say a pickup line or whatever it is. And then the girl would have to like swipe right or left, you know, physically with their hand. And then they'll go to their respective sides. They could have a conversation. A lot of things could happen. But I thought it was quite quite funny because some some guys were in particular just saying ridiculous things like you would say on the app. Because you might have heard like random things on the app that people might say. Others were actually like generally just trying to have normal conversations with them. But it was quite interesting because the whole premise of such these kind of apps is that you're on a phone. You're behind. No one can actually see you. It gives you a lot more, um, you know, uh, you can be a lot more anonymous, so to speak. Uh, and you can just kind of like quickly swipe left or right. Correct. But if someone's in front of you, yeah. you know, it would change the whole ball game of like, you know, <laughs> it's would completely you... different. Yeah. I mean, like you, you, could, swiping... you, could, you could have a date with a bot on uh, Tinder. 
Yeah, correct. But it's also like, you know, would you feel more hesitant to just quickly swipe? Uh, what is it? Left? Wait, which one's which one's the reject one? Never used it. Never used left. it. Left. Yeah. Left? Yeah, I, I didn't think you'd use it. The uh, left. I think, yeah, it's left. So I imagine thought like, you know, left you would... was like, get out of here, right, was you're in? That's correct. So, yeah, okay, yeah, so I'm just yeah. thinking like it was quite funny to see. And also like there's maybe about 15, 20 girls eventually, I think, on it. But it was all just, it was like eight guys. Got it. So they're kind of like, <laughs> yeah, go okay. like that. Anyway. So it was just a really, really, it was actually really funny, but it's also quite interesting because uh, to see the idea of rejecting people in person is, I think, a little bit harder than rejecting people over, you know, oh, sitting wherever you are. Big time. Absolutely it is. I mean, think about some of the damage you can do on your keyboard versus in real person. You meet, meet the person that's, you know, the quote unquote keyboard warrior and they're like, hi. I was about to say, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, 100%, I'm with you. And, and, and also it's like, yeah, you can't... Um, you can't like fake your pictures, obviously. Like you know how people usually present themselves in their best light, and then you go meet them, and it's like, are you even the same person? Yeah. Or your Why age? Are you that age angle is a big of thing. Your face leaning down. Um, yeah, no, it doesn't. Wearing work. glasses and a face mask. Like, how am I meant to see what you look like? Right. Yeah. Uh, same thing with age. What's like you know they could look oh, yeah. younger in the age because I heard a lot of people do that. Apparently. Gotcha. As you get older, apparently they want to lie about the age. Oh, hundred percent. So yeah, sorry. No, I'm with you. Yeah, totally, totally. So it just changes the whole dynamic of it. And obviously the video is made more for humor, but I felt like not only was it funny, it's just very interesting to see uh, something like that. And I thought it'd be interesting like for more people to do that kind of thing. It's almost like speed dating, but not really. The real life fake Tinder with a box thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like speed dating, except in speed dating, I don't think you reject or accept them straight away. You do it at the end or something. Gotcha. I don't understand. This is like in your face, live, reject or accept. Harsh, but interesting. Sounds like what happened what to me I when I was and, born and, in the hospital, but um, lucky they kept me. Anyways. <laughs> I don't think it works with babies like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, uh, well, you didn't grow up in Frankston Hospital, did you? Oh, no. <laughs> Let's let me know a little bit, about, little bit too much about Teddy now, don't we? Well, I, I, I visited Frankston Hospital. It's a nice hospital. It has doors and beds and It keeps stuff. people alive and that's the main thing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that definitely is um, yeah, number one social media has become real life baby. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'd hope that's the yeah. number one priority yeah um, yeah yeah what um, happened so, to that baby after that <laughs> anyone's guess hey, hey what, what, <laughs> once, guess. once it's out it's out it's uh, yeah 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 survival yeah it, it reminds of like in uh ancient rome times that with the spartans you might have heard that when a kid yeah. was like i don't know a few years old or whatever they literally would let it sit by itself in, on top of a mountain and if it survived the night or something it means it was a real spartan and if it oh, didn't make it then and if it didn't make it <laughs> yeah. if it didn't make it then yeah it was considered too weak and not worthy of being a spartan i can't remember what age the, the kid had to be i felt like it was only a few years old yeah and look, and then all, I think all that they had to hunt a lion that, like that that's a hunter lion. So, I mean, at least it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I Look, I could never have been a Spartan. Um, yeah. There's a lot of things I couldn't have done, actually. That's why I'm glad that I'm just sitting here on a microphone with you. It's a safe place. Um, look, no one's hurting each other. We're a family-friendly show, slightly flirting with that G rating tonight, but I think we're still good. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, disclaimer, disclaimer. But, um, yeah, let's hope this... Uh, this episode slips into the archives if anyone has to review the uh, profanities on the show, which there really weren't any um, now that I there think about it. There actually hasn't been any. Nah, no, we're good. No. We're good. But um, thank you for sharing. That was great. That was great.
Yeah. <laughs> um, and now I guess the uh, the last part of our show is um, things that uh, people should try. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, would you like to go first this I'd love week, to, man. Or? Do you know why? Because uh, two of these things, uh, the kind of I'm doing some product reviews this week. Um, you know, mix it up with a bit of uh, do this to improve your life, um, use this product. Do a little mental well-being trick today. Today is just products, okay? They're two good products, though. Do you remember how we talked about the almond milk a few weeks ago? Yes. So I the love almond, almond milk. Almond milk's good, right? Um, so look, I got into this almond milk from get it from Coles, but it's also in Woolies, and the brand is actually really good. It's um, Khalifa Farms, is what it's called, unsweetened. Um, I didn't realize that they had a vanilla one. So this week, got onto the vanilla one. Delicious. Vanilla. Yeah, very low, very low calories, low kilojoules, low carbs, um, you know, not too heavy on the stomach. But vanilla, if you just want to make that coffee taste that extra little bit creamy with that vanilla taste, vanilla, far- well, Khalifa Farms, unsweetened vanilla almond is what you need. 750 ml, so slightly smaller than your one liter bottles, works out to $5.33 per liter. Current prices on Woolworths.com.au. Anyways, the next one is this uh, ice cream that is, wait for it. 99.3% sugar free. Now a lot of people love their ice creams, right? But you can you gotta hold back. You can't go to town as as much as you want. Like when I'm eating ice cream, dude, I don't want to stop. Seriously, sometimes I black out. Next thing I know, half the tub's gone. This stuff is good because it's um 99.3, 99.2, depending on which flavor you're getting. Some of the flavors we've got vanilla flavor. I just had some vanilla tonight. Just, I literally just bought this today. So I've tried the Choc Mint before, which is good. And tonight I've got the vanilla ice cream. There's also a chocolate flavor. The chocolate, you could almost fool that with non, you know, with sugar-loaded ice cream. Uh, delicious. It's currently on special at Coles for like $8.50 or something, usually about $11.50. And the brand is called Donata. Slightly smaller tub. You are paying a premium Donata. for this stuff. I've got to let you know. You got to be paying a premium, D-E-N-A-D-A, but... You can have a little bit more than you would, um, you know, if it was a sugar-loaded ice cream. Um, and if that doesn't really work out for you, then do the McDonald's uh, two ice cream uh, cones in 20 minutes doing a drive around town trick that I mentioned last week that you alluded to tonight. Those are my two things that I wanted to share with you uh, as my final segment sharing of the show. Man, I'll, I'll definitely have to try it, especially the uh, almond milk because, I've, as I've said before, I've been having that for... Um over a year now definitely unsweetened i had no idea there was a flavor but i know that vanilla flavor can make all the difference because oh, it's amazing my, my protein powder that i take which is uh, actually called uh what is it it's called a uh, raw amazon amazonia protein so it's vegan protein <laughs> yeah yeah uh, there's no artificial flavors in it and there's got they've got natural chocolate and um vanilla nice. so the issue is when you have natural similar to probably normal almond milk it's just tasteless and it's just it's no flavor huh Correct. So when I have yeah. vanilla, and this is what I put in my oats, you know, the oats I was talking about last week where the yeah. dish, the plate broke, yeah. I haven't so, had this um, with oats yet. I've had it with coffees and teas, and I reckon it goes well. But look, with a tea, I, I feel that you need full cream milk. I feel like you need that milky goodness. I'll either have it black, like no milk, or I'll have it with some milk. But this goes, this is quite a nice balance. I, I can't just have almond milk in a tea. I'd rather just have black, in my opinion. I need the cow's milk. Correct. I, 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 I only have, only black, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it goes good with that, but I've never had it with a cereal or because I do the whole muesli thing. You're talking about the oats, but um, give it a try. I reckon it's pretty good. Delish. I think I might buy it. What time, what time do Woolies close now, by the way? Have they extended their hours? 
Uh, good just question. Two hundred forty-three. Well, oh, mate, you've come to the right place. I'm on the website. Uh, so today, Fitzroy closes <laughs> at ten. Fitzroy closes at ten p.m. Um, and it looks like a lot of the stores around town are closing at ten p.m. So yeah, that's oh, so they have extended it because yeah, okay. Yeah, that whole seven thirty. Eight thirty, oh. you know, the restrictions unfolded like a deck of cards. Um, that's changed now, so we're doing yeah, ten o'clock, eleven o'clock. Thank I mean, God, opening I mean, at midnight. So why can't Woolies be open till midnight? Kind of thing. I feel like would you need more urgent things from a Woolies than a Kmart? But that's just me. I think. <laughs> I'd suggest you're right, unless you need to go in and buy <laughs> some t-shirts for ten dollars or. Just everything else that came out. Oh, like, no, oh, I yeah. ruined my one only T-shirt. Now I need something for the morning. <laughs> it's, there's there's no, there's just nothing in there. Like unless unless Woolies was closed and you need to go in there to buy some groceries like, you know, a 20 kilo tin of uh, Nescafe Blend 43 or something like that. Uh, uh, do they sell those? Yeah. I'm thinking they do. <laughs> uh, no, they <laughs> do like have a food area. Done. But look, to be fair, I mean, to be fair, if you're a night shift worker, maybe you'll go to pick up stuff on the way to work like you would do if we were going during the morning so that part i get but that's Good still point. not that many people that would no. necessitate what no. exactly happened so no that's all well that's that's good but so no those um those products like even though i'm not a sweet tooth person as i've alluded to before but uh, i think many people will enjoy the uh the second second offering i'm definitely gonna take on the first they're both good, right? The, the the low sugar ice cream, oof, it's good. Don't be fooled though; there are still calories in it. <laughs> I mean, I just yeah, had half, yeah. I had half a tub of one and then half a tub of another. They're small tubs, mind you. Um, you know, maybe maybe a, let's go a third of one of the tub, half of the other. It was too much. I looked down, I was like, ooh, that was two thousand kilojoules in one hit, but <laughs> low sugar. <laughs> so just be careful, people. There are still calories in it. All right, I'm not saying it's healthy. It's not the same as eating a vegetable. But um, yeah, that's the that's slightly the... guilt free, half guilt free. It's half guilt free. It's half guilt free, and um, the opposite of free because it's actually kind of expensive. Donata, get on down on special <laughs> at Coles at the moment. That, that's uh, that's very true. Um, so my my tip for this week um, is uh, so in the past we've talked a lot about like you know um, you know how to be calm and having a clear mind and sleeping and naps and all this kind of stuff, but then here's something on the other side is. Tips for actually waking up and how to actually get up Ooh, because it's all good. It. You can take naps. Yeah. It's good. You can take naps and go to sleep and, you know, not do the right things. But what's the point if you're not actually going to get up really? I mean, that, that's the second half of the equation. That is Which true. I realized was yeah. missing all along. Um, and it's something <laughs> yeah. that I myself <laughs> yeah. want to get better at. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, you can go you... to sleep. You just don't get to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, look, I, yeah, continue before it gets too morbid. Yeah, <laughs> my mind was going down a dark path there. Yeah, and, uh, I knew where it was going. Friendly. I could see. Yeah, I know. yeah. Correct. We're gonna um, edit this out of the show. That... <laughs> nah, nah, man, unedited. <laughs> the um, so it's something that I'm trying myself uh, because I'm really first I was really bad at actually sleeping, and then second of all, I was really bad at waking up because how often do you get up and the first thing you do is when the alarm goes off, you grab your phone, you get all your notifications and messages. You know, you might go on social media or Instagram or Reddit or whatever you might go on. You just start gravitating towards just sit lying down in your bed still looking at your phone. Like, I don't know if that happens to you, but I know it happens to a lot of people. It's very common. So you pick up your phone rather than get out of bed. You just start playing on your phone? Yeah, because you've you oh, got yeah. the phone to like, because the alarm goes off and you just want to swipe it or yeah. press the thing, right? Wait, within within, 20, seconds, within 20 seconds, I've turned off the alarm. I've gone through like my email. I've checked to see yeah. what, uh, you know. 
said president of large superpower country has yeah. said on Twitter. Exactly. We're all we're all guilty of this, <laughs> yeah. right? We, we just do it. It's it's innate. It's it's within us. Because but then you think about when you're much younger, like this stuff didn't exist. We didn't wake up to a phone um, or anything like that. So, you know, and you want to start your day off right. And it means you want to fix time because if you have a fixed time, you get up. And this is something like, you know, we always take our oh, old people always get up at 6 a.m. or whatever. But it actually I love, is important. I love it. I'm telling your, you, they do. <laughs> yeah. It's also yeah. important for your discipline and, and also the, the rhythm of the heart. Um, and there was a word which I had written, um, I know, but I can't pronounce it. So I'm not even going to Circadian rhythm? Yes, Circadian. There I got go. you covered. Yeah. That was that was not how I was going to pronounce <laughs> yeah. that. So good thing you said it. Yeah, yeah. That one. Hey, what, 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 what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What Teddy said. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So, so um, so you know that all that means is that when the alarm rings, you wake up, which sounds straightforward. But how often do you? I, I don't know about you. I know once again a lot of other people they have they snooze or they have like six alarms five minutes apart or two minutes yeah. apart. I'd, you know, I'd never hit the, the snows. It's been quite some time since I've hit the snows. I used to be all about the snows and then resetting the alarm. And I'm like, I'll just shove that forward for like 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm always up and at like, the I, I, I don't know if you have this thing at nighttime where you, you put an alarm on, but then you're still awake and you look at the alarm and you're like, oh, this is only five hours away. I need to increase and postpone this alarm a little bit. I've done that. Yeah, done like that. 10 minutes or yeah. something. <laughs> like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, 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 yeah, like it makes all the difference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah. already half an hour. <laughs> 10 minutes to you, take you, my you, productivity you, from here to like, boo, right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right? It's all these things in our head. So yeah. the thing with snoozing is it not only makes you like feel lazy, but it actually starts a whole new sleep cycle, which as I've talked before with the naps, it's, it means you're more likely to be tired because you might end up waking in the middle of a sleep cycle rather than exactly when you've woken up. Totally true, um, totally true. And that means that you might have that kind of that lethargy the whole day. Mm-hmm. So a couple of things that I'm going to try that, um, you know, maybe worth trying and maybe there's some substance behind it is think about this. The purpose of the bed usually is just to sleep. So therefore, you should generally avoid any other activities. Otherwise, what you might do is end up linking your bedtime to other habits, whether it's on your phone, whether it's <laughs> yeah. like watching stuff, yeah. whether, whatever it is. It's similar to the notion of like separating your work and your personal stuff, like have a separate spot to work, right? Because otherwise you end up associating the two together. So that's the first thing, just telling yourself this. The other one is like when you set your alarm, put it away from you. So this week, I've actually been waking up a lot earlier than any other week. I've been getting up at like 7, 7.30 every morning. It's really much, good. Much later. I'd say much, much earlier. Pardon? Oh, no, I had reasons to get up. I had things to do. So I was like... And I went to practice. <laughs> <laughs> that was scheduled against your will. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, so, what, so, what, what, what I would have done is, like, I put my phone on charging because, as I've told you before, my battery is shocking, and the the, the oh, fear I have is terrible. if I don't, I if I don't, if I don't put it on charging overnight, I'm, I'm scared it's gonna like the battery will deplete overnight yeah. and the alarm will go off. Yeah. So I put it on charging, and I put it literally away i put it at least two arm lengths away so when i'm finished with the night i put it on a bed i put it on this little stool and i push the stool aside like away yeah. so i can't actually reach it from the bed and i got pretty yeah. long arms so you know that's always a worry <laughs> yeah it's always a worry so that's one thing keep your phone or the alarm out of direct reach so that means then when it goes off you have to like literally get up roll out and either stand up or literally stretch all the way over that you've effectively stretched which means you're more likely to stay awake and not go back into sleep. Um, the other one, which I've sometimes which I actually started doing too, was you go, okay, you're lying down. You're like, all right, I'm going to get up in 10 seconds. I go 10, 
nine, eight, seven. Count down to zero, get up. Like just sit up. Um, another one is like, and this one's a little bit more, a little bit, uh, bit more, it's a bit different, is practice waking up. So what that is, is lie yourself down at any point during a day, set your timer for 10 seconds, and every time it goes off, smile, think something positive that's happening, and stretch yourself. Do this five or 10 times, uh, like a day, just to practice, um, and, and then kind of repeat this if, you know, if you're not doing this in the morning when you actually wake up. Uh, and also, every time you want to reset, choose a different alarm. Otherwise, your, your mind will get oh, yeah. used. That's a good to, one. In condition to an alarm, yeah. Um, I, I, I've so never considered using a different alarm from compared to the one that I've got for the last 15 years. Well, there you go. So, And I, I like what that. I used to do, I remember years ago, was I could put like my, some music, like wake up music. So I still remember this back in uni. So you know how you have like techno and you've got like hard style? And then you've got one more level up, up Sorry. hardcore. I, I just realized why I don't have that stuff. It would drive the missus insane. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, go get on. I couldn't so, get away uh, with hard that. hardcore is just like really like kind of like uh fast, really high BPM, like kind of like electronic music, right? So what I used to do was this is back during uni days, was actually have that play as my alarm in the morning. Yeah. So I wake up to just like like really yeah. fast paced, like loud music, yeah. and that really gets you awake. I used to have, you have the like same, the nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have like the nice, because with the iPhone, I remember I've been using the same one. It's like a, you know, some nice bells and some really soft type piano type thing. And I'm like, yeah, I think I need something a little bit more, uh, yeah. you know, a bit more oomph to, to get you yeah. pumping, right? Uh, you need because to music shock the difference. You. <laughs> you need to be shocked. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Correct. It's going to be like that time when I was sleeping and then the um, the smoke, the um, the fire building uh, alarms went off, but it turns out it was a test. <laughs> like that freaked me out. I was awake. Yeah. After that. Yeah. Um, and, and the other thing as well is just, and a lot of people do this, is have a glass of water, have your water bottle next to you as well. Mm-hmm. So that way when you wake up, you know, usually if it's been seven, six, eight hours, you'll be dehydrated, your brain especially. So drinking this straight away will refresh you and just hopefully power you up a bit. Totally. Um, so these all are, thing, yeah, so I love these it. Are, the water thing I do. Yeah. So these are things that are, you know, if people should try if they want to get up or, you know, I've been trying myself. It's been pretty good. I have been getting up at these times um, and hope to continue to do so. Uh, and that's my uh, tip for uh, this week. I dig it in a big way. And look, there is uh, there is sort of scientific backing around the whole keeping the bed separate from other activities. Um, so you were talking about that before. I, I was watching a thing on maybe a TED Talks or a TEDx Talks, and they were saying that, yeah, you shouldn't associate other things with, with bed because then you're going to stay awake because those are the things you do. And another tip in there which goes alongside that is if you do wake up, just stick with me here. If you do wake up and you're lying awake for 25 minutes or more, get up. Otherwise, you're going to associate lying in bed awake with the bed when you should be associating lying in bed with sleep. Are you digging what I'm putting mm. down here? Yeah, that's the conditioning. The conditioning. You've, you've conditioned your mind exactly. over the years. Exactly. So when you go to bed at nighttime, you're used to lying there because you think that's what you should be doing. Not you go to bed, fall asleep. Well, look, my one's my one's more when this is when I have the issue, right? Is when you wake up on like a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning when maybe your body is so used to getting up at a certain time and you know you need that sleep. You stay in bed for a lot longer and maybe even an hour's passed. Now, by that time, you, you're not going to fall asleep because your body is already just associated lying in bed. You're awake. Just lying awake. You just got to get up. It's going to suck. You're going to feel lethargic and tired. Deal with it later on. But uh, yeah, no, look, I like that. I like the tips. The tips are good. The water next to the bed, I've always got that good to go first thing in the morning. Um, 
we talked about it on a previous show. As soon as I get up, I get up, bang, cold shower. <laughs> Wide awake. Yeah, yeah. Wide awake. Yeah. I still, yeah. still haven't done the full cold shower yet. For everyone, but if you want to get a jolt in the morning, that thing will wake you right up. But yeah. I'd rather someone throw a jug of water in my face in the bed. Really? Nah. I'm all about the I reckon cold shower because then your bed's not wet. But um look, that's the that's <laughs> the last segment of the show. Well, at least I hope your bed's not wet. That's the last segment of the show. No comment. And, and uh before we before we head off into the into the wilderness, into the weekend, into freedom. Restrictions are down. Dan has released us into the wild where we're probably going to be our own like, enemies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like freedom. Well, look, I'm going to go hug everybody. Um, what, what do you want to sort of share with the listeners or just leave as your parting gift words of wisdom for the week? No, of course. Um, I I wanted to, uh, actually provide a quote that kind of, um, summarizes, you know, the whole fact of now that we're going to freedom, uh, and you know, the whole thing I've said before about, you know, each day being kind of like a, like a new thing, but this also kind of applies to now the fact is that we're going, these restrictions are ease. Now is a good time to like start changing things, start doing new things and the like. So I was trying to narrow on one or two quotes, but I actually found a few and they're all pretty relevant. So, and they're all very quick, but they're all very, very powerful. Um, the first one is by a guy called Meister Eckhart, who was a German like philosopher from mm. many years ago. Uh, he's called, be willing to be a beginner every single morning. So, you know, this ties in very nicely with the waking up because when you wake up, you know, it's a new day and, you know, it's the beginning of a new thing. Um, so that's a good way to start. Um, Plato, you know, everyone knows about Plato. Um, you know, he said the beginning is the most important part of the work. I like exactly that. the same thing. I like you that. just have to, it you set, just have sets to start. You, it sets you up for everything else. Correct. Um, and similar kind of to Plato's was a Lao Tzu, who was, you know, an ancient Chinese. Um, Art of war? Uh, no, that was Sun Tzu. Maybe his brother. I don't know. But... <laughs> oh, so uncultured over here. Yep, go on. Yeah, this was like me calling. Anyway, um, and he had a, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. So very similar type of premise. Mm. Um, so it's not so much. First. It's not so much what you do sets you up. Um, this is just my take on it. I, I love it equally, if not more. It's just uh, you've got to take that first step. It's like this. This first saying. Step. Go on. No, go on. Okay, it's not like uh, it's it's not like what you got to do to set you up, you know, for the future, the foundation of everything else. It's just literally taking that first step, which is why I really like that that quote. And it, it reminds me of uh, this thing I heard a little while ago, which is I can't remember where I heard it, but it's like the saying is "done is better than perfect," because you know how you can procrastinate for so long, and you're like, "No, I've got to get this right, I got to get that right." It's just sometimes you just got to move. You just got to get it going, get it done. Maybe it's not going to be perfect, but a finished product is going to be better than what you've got right now, which is an idea in your head that's not going to get anywhere. So done is better than perfect. It's, it's different to what you're talking about, but it's kind of related in there. So I really like no, that. No, no, no. Really it, like it, it's definitely relatable because I was just about to say is that even if you're moving a step, it doesn't always have to be like literally in the right right direction, quotation marks. It just yeah. means that you're moving and you're not still thinking you're doing. And even if it means you're taking the going the wrong way, you might realize that you're not moving two steps forward. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, it works out every other way. And then I guess the final quote is from a um, kind of ancient Roman uh, philosopher whose name is Seneca, Seneca, sorry. Um, and it kind of ties it up saying every new beginning comes from some other beginnings end, which I thought that's was, good, which is quite, that's, which that's is good. quite useful. Cause they're very relevant. Multiple so, journeys in their lives. 
Correct, correct. Yeah. So just because something might be ending, it just means a new one's been similar to the the, the the theory about the door closing and another one opening. Similar kind of feel, I believe. So, but yeah, all relevant. And I think it's just things to remember. It, it's funny how like all these ancient philosophers have said all these things and we're like looking at them now going, oh, this makes sense. But <laughs> yeah. even though it all it all seems common sense, but we all forget this with all this oh, noise and everything going on, right? You so, think everything that you see now is the latest and best thing, but it's it's kind of like... You know, the human race, civilization has been around for a long time. There's been a lot of smart people for a long time. Uh, we haven't just figured everything else out now, or everything that we know now. So I think sometimes we discount a lot of the ancient and even learnings from, say, two, three hundred years ago. You get the new technology, the new ways of doing things, and then you instantly forget it. So we can all reflect uh, on these past teachings and learnings, I think, and take away a lot of it or take away a lot from it. Um, but just need to stop and look. And that's why I dig you uh, sharing this with us right now. No, it's all good. I, and I really enjoy kind of reading these and, um, you know, drawing um, relevance from them because it's something that we don't really get to see unless you go looking for it yourself. We don't really learn it. It's not in the media. Um, you know, it's schooling usually doesn't really refer to it. So, uh, and like I said, usually we forget these day to day. We get too caught up with our own things. I agree. We sit back and just. And look, I love you sharing that at the end of the show. And as one show ends, hopefully your new fun times begins. Whatever you're going to do, look, I just hope you're safe and I hope you're sharing the love, spreading the love, but in a very safe and hygienic way that doesn't get everyone else sick. Tony, have you enjoyed yourself? Oh, it's been superb. I like. I love this. This is my highlight of the week. I mean, if the highlight of the week could be this every week, but then one A, we call it what one yeah. A, it's, and then we'll hide the cell, <laughs> the hide the row in there, and we know that Teddy and Tony everyday conversations is tucked in there for you. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you've enjoyed the show, please jump onto your podcast player wherever you're listening. Leave a review, leave a rating. Feel free to say hello. Reach out to us on the Instagram page, and uh, it's. T- teddy and tony podcast that's what we're going by that is uh correct (laughs) look i've really got to get my notes together before next show thanks for listening we'll be back with a new episode next week